the story. Hello, welcome to Chapter 3 Podcast, the show for readers of science fiction, fantasy, and romance. This is Season 3, Episode 7. Today we are beginning a read-along of the Dark Olympus series by Katie Robert, which is very exciting. We're going to be discussing Neon Gods tonight, and joining us, we have two very special guests, Shay from Shay Geeks Out and Brianna from Four Paws in a Book. Welcome. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having us. Yeah, exactly. Um, tell people a little bit about yourselves and where they can find you. Brianna, you go first. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm Brianna. I am from the channel Four Paws in a Book. So it's four spelled out on YouTube. It's the number four everywhere else. Um, Instagram and Twitter and everything like that. Um, I read predominantly fantasy, like, um, epic adult high fantasy and then contemporary romance, which I understand is a very wide spectrum. I'm also really <laughs> liking horror lately. So that's what you can Love find it. on my channel. <laughs> Excellent. I'm Shay from Shay Geeks Out. I read a little bit of everything when it comes to books. I do read a ton of manga. A lot of people find me because of my manga content. So it's about half and half, half books, half manga, I would say these days. And I read a lot of manga that a lot of other people don't read. So if you're looking things outside of the mainstream, I tend to be that person. Nice. Yeah. And you can oh, find and you can follow me at Shay Geeks Out everywhere. Yes. <laughs> and they are linked in the video description and in the show notes if you're listening to us. So we're super excited to be doing this read along for the Dark Olympus series. So uh, the, for context for anybody who hasn't read them, and these will be spoilery discussions, but we'll try to do the first section non-spoilery. Spoiler. I don't know that spoilers matter as much in these, but whatever. Non-spoiler. Um, and then we'll move into more spoilery stuff mm -hmm. later. But for context, these are lightly speculative, mod mm -hmm. like a modern take. I mean, very lightly. Not very... Very lightly like magical realism. Yeah, it is more like magical <laughs> realism. Yeah. But like a modern take on Greek mythology as dark romance with kind of a mafia vibe sort of yeah 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 okay like a political system kind of yes it's yeah. very political <laughs> I it love is my favorite <laughs> i love it it's great yeah um and neon gods is a hades and persephone retelling my favorite hades and persephone retelling say i can't say it's my favorite because laura olympus has my heart and soul forever okay. Okay. so outside of laura olympus so anything not like drawn then yes yeah okay yeah so this is i don't know where y'all want to start with this but has any is this a reread for everybody yes i think so Okay. I don't know how you find somebody. I mean, I'm sure you, someone exists. Someone will tell us this is their first time. But Their first time reading it. Yeah. I feel like, you know, mm -hmm. it's been out for three years. Yeah. Almost. Um, so. What is time? <laughs> Indeed. Yeah, I know. I was like, wait. Yeah, it'll be. That was 2021. Okay. Yeah. Oh. So there we go. Almost three years. Yeah. Or yeah. Two years. Man. And we've been getting, you know, two books um a year for it yeah. i do like drag me up as well a lot just this is a good point the chat yes. um I they might be tied drag me up yet okay I drag know. me up I is, is i love it good. but i haven't gotten there yet i, I will say for like the, 
the okay. traditional publish it's this and then like my indie would be drag me up i always i don't know why in my mind for some reason drag me up though it is this i it's like a whole nother thing to me in a weird way That's well fair. drag me up deals with a lot of deeper topics than mm-hmm. neon gods will so if you're looking yeah. for something with a little more meat to it drag me up will probably fit you better yeah 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 but that is also a good retelling i did really like drag me up but i've gotta say i still think neon gods for me like mm-hmm. i rate it is is more of a, a home run or something you can see that I, it's just very different they're very different books too at the end of the day but another awesome option if you're looking for a erotic and delightful for sure oh sure. uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> sorry i just thought so there's that um um okay so thoughts on this i mean obviously we all liked it but what how was it rereading it and mm-hmm. how, how did you rate this book i honestly liked it better on a reread than i did the first time but i think that's because i understood more of the dark olympus world izzy and i talked about this a little bit the other day <laughs> we were or yesterday when i was reading yeah. it is that there are parts of it that make more sense on reread than they mm-hmm. did the first time as in the political space that we're working in. Mm-hmm. But yeah, overall, like it's just good. It's a good time. If you're looking for a good time, like it's the way to be. Yeah. So I, I agree. Think- oh, so sorry. Oh, good. No, you're good. Go okay. ahead. I was going to say on reread, I think it was actually not quite as good um, just because like of the like, technical like the writing aspect I was like oh that some of it felt a little bit redundant like she would go over the scene a couple times but I I, like Shay was saying I really liked how you got a little bit of a bigger picture now that you know the rest of the characters and so it was like seeing Psyche as a side character (laughs) was Mm -hmm. really cool because like you're like oh yeah I love her Psyche forever. She's just one of my favorites. I cannot wait to discuss that one. Right. Yeah. So, and I, this is the thing is I am not caught up on the series. I've read the first two and that's Okay. So. Oh, okay. See, so I'm already through book three. I did stop after um, Wicked Beauty because of the read along. I was like, well, I don't want to reread multiples in a year of the same book. Mm -hmm. But I I, um, read... Radiant said about halfway through and mm-hmm. then I had to deal with the family death and stuff and so mm-hmm. like I put it down and just went to rereads because I just needed comfort so yeah. I only ever got halfway through I was really liking it <laughs> I just got super distracted and haven't gotten back to it so I'll probably just start it over at this point mm-hmm. but I can tell you I was yeah. enjoying it um okay. I similarly to Shay though I felt like rereading this I really enjoyed it even more I listened to the audio so for me any writing stuff doesn't always stick out as much um you know, it's kind of like reading some of the authors who use like in dashes excessively. You don't see it when you when you listen to it. Um, but I, I mean, I feel like you can see like the bones of like the world Katie's building a lot better having read like through book three. And I felt like it was like seeing Psyche, obviously, like you're like, wait a minute, hold on. <laughs> but it's been two years ish, probably since I read that book. Mm-hmm. So that helps. Yeah, um, we have. 
We had a question, is Drag Me Up a retelling also? And yes, it is. It's by RM Virtues. It is an indie Hades and Persephone retelling that also is kind of like a dark romance mafia-esque thing with a trans heroine. Um, And yeah, it's good. It's also, it's very good. Um, Yeah, I liked this pretty similarly I think upon reread to how I liked it the first time and I really enjoyed it and it was one of those ones where I didn't go in because I am not normally much of a darker romance reader and Katie Robert is one of the only people I'll try with it because I trust her to do a good job with consent (laughs) Mm -hmm. so which a lot of people don't um and I really really loved this I was so invested in the relationship between Mm -hmm. Hades and Persephone and their personal growth through that relationship. I just thought this was so beautiful. And it's funny to me because I know it's not necessarily the fan favorite of the series. I feel like there's a lot of people who don't love this one or like others better, but I, it just, it really works for me. Yeah. I, I agree. I just, I just think it does something that we di- haven't seen enough in the retellings. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. I feel like a lot of them, like s- many of the retellings slash reimaginings of Hades and Persephone, I think lean so heavily on like trying to not be what it's saying it is in a way. Like it'll just take things that are in weird ways. Like this, I felt mm-hmm. like it made sense. It had the right world building to it. It wasn't like, I mean, I see what you're trying to do here, but you're kind of also just almost doing a Beauty and the Beast trope instead of Hades and like they kind of match the two because they're very similar yeah and like it just comes out weird um to me yeah whereas I feel like this to me did a really good job of actually retelling it but doing it in a way that gives Persephone agency Mm -hmm. and like and I think it's clever the way it's done I don't know if anybody else thinks this but like having it be something where Hades puts on a front to a certain extent. And Mm -hmm. so like what you see is not necessarily what's going on behind the scenes. I thought was a kind of a clever workaround. And to me, that's something that's key in a good Hades and Persephone retelling. Like he needs to be, he's gotta be like the boogeyman with a heart of gold. Like if he's not that I'm not enjoying my time. (laughs) It's true. Like I can handle like, a hero that's dark and broody and all those kinds of things but if he is not gone for his woman like it just doesn't work <laughs> you have to have a cinnamon roll at the heart right <laughs> um and i i want to take a second and talk about izzy's comment about beauty and the beast retellings and how those can kind of get merged with hades and persephone sometimes and i i have to completely agree a lot of the hades and persephone retellings i've read lean more into the tropes that you'd find in a beauty and the beast and being a retelling purist as i am i used to have an entire like book club about retellings this is something that always bothers me (laughs) because if you're going to be a beauty and the beast retelling just straight up be a beauty and the beast retelling don't try to be something else that it's not there are lots of great beauty and the beast retellings out there if you ever want to do an episode on that please invite me i have lots (laughs) to say obviously But when it comes to good Hades and Persephone, they're a lot harder to find, I think, because Mm -hmm. they lean too heavily into those Beauty and the Beast tropes that, as you mentioned, and I just had to say that I agree. And 
yes, we definitely need yeah. more really good Hades and Persephone retelling. So if anyone wants to write one, let mm-hmm. us know. We'll read it for you. Yeah. 100%. Like, I just, I need that trope pulled out mm-hmm. so badly any of the ones I've attempted. Well, there are also some, there are also some like retellings that do genuinely retell it, but do it too faithfully because the original Mm -hmm. Hades and Persephone has some real issues with consent. (laughs) Yeah, I I don't need a faithfully accurate Persephone. Like there's Mm -hmm. a vibe, there's a like expectation, right? Like she goes to the underworld or the deemed underworld city or whatever, Mm -hmm. like, you know the alpha mellowness of a Hades character, you know, he's kind of, he's here to be in charge and he's going to take care of you. But he's also like a super sweetie pie. Who's going to clean your feet off. Cause you ran barefoot. Yeah. What more do you want? <laughs> I think that's one of the things that Katie Robert does so well is take the, the true intention of all of the Greek retellings, because like most of the Greek retellings in its, like truthfulness are terrible stories. Yeah. <laughs> the women were done dirty. They really they were. They really were. If you want a fantastic yeah. book that defends the women of Greek mythology, Pandora's Jar by Natalie Haynes. Absolutely stunning. One of my favorite nonfiction reads of last year. Awesome. But yeah, that's one of the things that she does so well is it still is like the true intent behind it, but still like gives the women in the story so much power. Mm-hmm. So I also think, right, with this, it's fun because we get nods to the original. Like, the first time I read it, I died that her safe word is pomegranate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I still had a good giggle with that. I can't lie. And it's even worse now that I've read Midnight Sun because oh. the amount of times pomegranate is said in that <laughs> It just made it Wait. funnier for me. I, I had to throw that in there because I'm just like, it just made me think of that and it made me laugh real hard. Do you think it's possible Twilight could be a Hades and Persephone retelling? No. That, that's what Stephanie Meyer wanted to call it like 20 years if ago. If it was published maybe? today, if it was published today, that is how she would market it. Or like it was published in the zeitgeist of like Hades and Persephone retelling. Mm-hmm. Oh, 100%. 100% how it would have been marketed. Yeah. Of like, course. He's this ancient vampire. He wants to take her to the underworld of being a vampire, yeah. but he doesn't because oh, yeah. he doesn't want to taint her. And yeah. yeah. It'd be like. Yeah. Yeah, that would be the marketing. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Any sparkles? Here's, here's my little thing about Twilight. I'm going to say it and I'm going to be done. Everybody <laughs> expects Edward to act like a human. He's a freaking vampire. Of course, he's not going to act like a human. So, yes, he's awake all night. He doesn't have anything better to do than go and stare at the girl he has a crush on. Like, he's weird, <laughs> but at the same time, he's not human. So, you can't expect him to act like a human. I mean, he plays at being human. Yeah. I think this is no, so you're wrong. Thing. I'm done talking about Twilight now. I just have to throw it out. Okay. There. Right now, I'm just I'm imagining the marketing material now, and it's it's amazing. The TikToks, yeah. the TikToks yes. for it. Oh my god. Um, okay, sorry. Yeah. This we have a uh, a comment, and yes, I wanted to mention this. They said I read this a few years ago. Isn't one of the dogs named Cerberus? Or there's three of them. Yes, there are three dogs. Mm-hmm. One of them is named Cerberus, and then it's Scylla and. Uh, what did she name the other one? It was another like monster from Greek mythology. Oh, I can't, I can't on. remember now. I can't remember now. <laughs> 
but yes i love that like the thread that they like adopt three puppies it's such a cute so rather than it being cerberus a three-headed dog she Mm -hmm. just adopted three they adopted three dogs we love dogs around here so (laughs) adopting more dogs is just fine nothing wrong with that right brianna exactly (laughs) (laughs) i remember the first time i read this book when we got to that scene i was like i officially love hades yeah Yeah, it's it's so good I was like trying to Google it. Yeah, I was like trying to remember in my head Charybdis. Yep. Yeah, I like it. Um, What's going on with my camera? No, it just it doesn't want to. Oh, there we go. There it goes. Went out of focus. focus. Um. So, where where to even start with this? There's so much. I feel like we gotta go spoilers next. Yeah, I, I don't know how much more we can talk around. Okay. All right, all not right. Spoiling. Okay. What do people want to talk about? The politics, the relationship, the like. What? Can we just talk about the fact that the caretaking that Hades gives her just oh. gives me everything I need in this world? It's so Izzy good. and I were talking about this too. We're like, it's the caretaking in this one. Yeah. yeah. And that is really part of what makes this such a good retelling mm-hmm. is the way he takes care of her. Because it's not yeah. just the big things. It's those little things. Like he noticed that her feet were ravaged. A lot of other people wouldn't until like they mm-hmm. flashed their feet. But he noticed right away that something was wrong and immediately went to take care of her. And or that like, she hadn't had a proper his... meal in three days. Yeah. Exactly. Like, yeah. it's just that level of caretaking that he has that is just brilliant. And I I got to love Katie for it. Like, how can you not? Mm-hmm. But he did yeah. it in a way that, like, didn't... It wasn't, like, overly pushing an alpha Like, she was still mm-hmm. a strong woman and you never, mm-hmm. never thought that she wasn't. Mm-hmm. But, like... It was he was taking care of her because he wanted to. Well, and I think he saw that she needed someone to do that for her in her life because she'd never really experienced that in a lot of yeah. ways, right? Like, right, because she, she was, was so busy taking care of everybody else. She exactly, which I just I love that. I think maybe like we all do that too. I was oh my say, god, it's older older sibling vibe. <laughs> It's, I mean, it's really true. It's, and that's the thing is like, I'm an older sibling and I'm like, yeah, you do. Like you're always taking care of everybody else and like putting your needs on the back burner. And so having somebody who is, is noticing that. And then I love her kind of arc of learning to prioritize herself and like learning that her needs are important. I think that's so beautiful. I do think that's a key part of a good Hades and Persephone as well. Because Hades is supposed to be her partner in these retellings. And so him elevating her to where he is Mm -hmm. or vice versa, like, is always so good for me because they should be on the same playing field because they're partners. That's what good partners are. You're on the same playing field or close enough that you make it work. Yeah. The scene with her on the throne. (laughs) So good. So oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so Forever and ever. Any and every like sex scene in this book to me was just it's can, Katie is really good at that, obviously. Like mm-hmm. it's an expectation in her books at this point for me that I'm gonna just leave them going, yes, more of this. But like everyone in this just felt so good and like so fun to read and like they were just having a blast together every single time but also like 
obviously. Though it is more somewhat on the erotic end of the scale, I would say, like, you feel the romance part of it, how it moves their relationship forward every single time. And I just, yeah, they're, they're so good together. Yeah. I will say, I listened to this one as an audio this time, and I absolutely hated the female narrator when she was saying Hades dialogue because oh, I, I have to agree. you must have listened to the same narration because man that did not work for me it was like oh, I got no fine but I was just like man she cannot do a good male voice right <laughs> like Hades was great and then I was like and then she would just like growl his line <laughs> it was bad it was bad like it, it I really I, I remember like complaints time, so I was like oh boy yeah <laughs> when it came out there were complaints about that and I was like I was confused because I was like, Hades sounds fine. And then I like got to where she's reading his lines and I was like, oh, no, 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 no. This is not good. Uh We have confirmation in the the comments that she (laughs) was terrible. Yeah, I I read it physically for me. I do think future audios have gotten better with that because I was listening to Radiant Sin on audio and it was much better. Okay. Okay. That's good. Yeah, I read this physically the first time, and so this time I did the audio as well. And yeah, the first time I actually got it as an arc, so I read it as an ebook like four months before everybody yeah. else, and I'm like, yes, everybody read this. <laughs> I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think what works too for their relationship is that Persephone so easily just sees through the facade that Hades puts up, and it just like breaks him kind of it's just so lovely he doesn't know what to do with someone who sees him so clearly and it just makes me love him more Mm -hmm. i love it like well it's what he needs like they both Mm -hmm. see what the other one needs like in the right ways and i just again that's what you need in a partnership and i will say that forever because i partnership bad one for a long time listen i love a partnership romance like I just, it's so good when it's like, yes, they fit together, they work together, mm-hmm. they're on each other's team and have each other's back. And I, yeah, I love it. Healthy relationships. Give us all the healthy relationships <laughs> yes. pretty seriously. Yes. yes. Well, and I think with dark romance, a lot of times they kind of default to very unhealthy relationships. And so mm-hmm. this is just such a like breath of fresh air that you can still do dark mafia type romance while not sacrificing being decent human beings. Yeah. Yeah, you can. And, like, other authors do it. And it's, like, I wish more of the dark authors would do it, because I love those books. But sometimes I'm, like, can y'all just, like, be on each other's team Mm -hmm. for a hot minute Mm -hmm. and, like, take down the bad? We're not even asking for the whole book. Just, like, a little bit. Yeah. (laughs) Just a little bit. Well, and they do prioritize consent. You know, it's like before anything happens, he's like, I'm going to sit you down and ask you tons of questions about all the things that you've never thought all of doing. All your preferences, doing, all your fantasies, all your what are what you comfortable into, with? What you're not, like, yes. All you have to say is yes or no. It's not a hard question. Yeah. Like, and, then and, he, he, and he lets her back out of stuff, which I love that she's like, yeah, I want to do this. And he's like, if you're not comfortable, like we don't have, like nothing has to ever happen. I'm like. The, the yes. scene where they were supposed to do like their first public thing um mm-hmm. when they when like she had said yes but like yeah. he could just see it in her face so, like she didn't want to and he was like actually I don't want to do this and yeah. I was just so great yes I love it 
<laughs> Yay! This is important in any relationship, whether it's yes. a marriage relationship or you're dating and you're sexual. Mm-hmm. Like consent is always important. And being sexy. someone who did not get consent in her first marriage, a lot of the times I know the importance. Yeah, it is, and it's it's fun how it's on page in a way that is like, like I know people want to be like it's not hot, but like it is. It's actually it hot on page in these books the way it's handled. Yeah, like he makes it hot. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I've read so other books that do it too. Like this the is way the only one. But... Weaves a really good consent line within mm-hmm. the sex scenes mm-hmm. has always worked well for me. It's part of why I love her romances so much. I know not everybody gets along with her writing, and you know that's fair. I can see mm-hmm. why, but because of that, and a lot of authors don't take the care and the time to make sure that that consent moment is still sexy, that it just makes her stuff stand out because she makes it both and not all authors can do that. Yeah. Nope. I agree. We have a comment saying the only Hades and Persephone retelling I've read is a touch of darkness and a couple of sequels. I was kind of burned off the couple, but y'all make me want to read this one. Yeah. I, I actually did a, a, a vlog where I read a touch of darkness and neon gods <laughs> and man oh, that's like I, a combo oh yeah i loved neon gods as you can see i was not a fan of touch of yeah i did I a while like ago it. period end of story i don't like it yeah no no i similarly I, did one um bethany too and i didn't read uh neon gods in it i read other ones and i just remember leaving a touch of darkness going why is this so popular and it's um, fine. Like, if you love it, you love it. I just, yeah. I was confused in comparison to having read, like, Neon Gods and stuff. Like, you like what why? you like. It, it was not my Hades and Persephone retelling. No. I, I think, Bethany, after watching your vlog was at, was when I picked up Neon Gods. <laughs> the, for the first time. I was like, this sounds like a book that I need now. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. That's so great. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, when it comes to Touch of Darkness, it just doesn't. I'm trying to figure out how to word this. Like the dynamic between them is almost juvenile for what I need in a Hades and Persephone. Like they yes. were bickering about the dumbest stuff, and it just annoyed the snot out of me. I can't lie. Yeah, like the power dynamics weren't great. She was dumb and young and annoying, and I was like, "Why do you like her?" it didn't make sense no it didn't and it didn't need to be three books with a spinoff of his pov or whatever too much mm-hmm. and i think there's, there's a lot to be coming said. out in both one that's hers and one that's his i'm just yeah. gonna say there's something to be said about containing a re- retelling to one book when it's hades and persephone yeah i just i don't i don't feel like there's that much there to be like let me stretch this out over a giant series i don't know but there are people who love Again, it my only exception you know? to that is lore olympus because they're not doing just hades and persephone they're talking about a lot of other lore but the main okay. focus is hades and persephone and what's happening around them but they tackle mm-hmm. all different types of greek mythology so if you're looking for one that you could read for free on webtoon definitely do it's like my favorite webtoon ever <laughs> awesome so there is also a lot of politics in this, yes. a surprising mm-hmm. amount, 
And I think some people don't like that, to be honest. I think there are people who wanted, like, like why is there all this extra plot? Just deliver me the romance. Mm-hmm. I don't feel that way. I love that, like, the romance part is a bit, of, a little bit of a slow burn. I it's love the all fantasy the reader in me fantasy. that loves yeah. fantasy yeah. that yeah. thrived on this political dynamic. Yeah. Well, I mean, I just don't think there's enough there if you don't have some sort of politics yeah. around the gods. The like what's the point why are we here if it's gonna be a 300 plus pager you know like we need to know there needs to be a world building happening to like showcase what's going on and i think she did a fabulous job with the like creating the world building and it being like these elected positions rather than like them them actually being gods which i liked because that made them mortal it made them human it made them a little more relatable Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of Hades yeah. and Persephone retellings are like them actually being god-like mm-hmm. characters mm-hmm. and just having this like you know they're you know Demeter's in charge of the food supply and the food right. chain and like they're you know Poseidon's in charge of the docks and the waters and it's just it made this so much sense to me yeah I think it really works. And then okay. you have sort so, of the political infighting that yeah, where the yeah. stakes Original are actually Zeus high. is a power drunk asshole. I can't say yes. it any different. Like there's no other way to say that. He is the worst. And he's so freaking creepy. Like yeah. even just reading him, I could always Well, and like, she captured it so well. She probably's on my body because she captured yeah. it. Captured it so well. I can't oh, yeah. talk. I am sorry. <laughs> Words are hard. <laughs> But yeah, I like I, I love that about this. Like she she what we know of the best, like I've not reread them in ages, obviously, because like you <laughs> but like like I don't like reading old things, that's fine. <laughs> um did you really just say I don't like reading old things? I yeah, love you so much. I don't. Um, really, yeah, I got her to read a Jane Austen. <laughs> exactly. And you picked this my favorite, favorite, so yay. That's my favorite Jane Austen. But, you know, like, I'm not going to go revisit them because, like, I also feel like culture in the zeitgeist, like, I know enough about them. I'm not going to go write one. So, like, who cares? Uh, (laughs) But, like, she captured what we know, like, foundationally from, like, growing up reading Riordan books and all that. Or those bits and pieces, I feel like, of, like, the character archetypes that, like, are familiar. Like, we all know Zeus is a dick. (laughs) You know, we know about Hercules being his son and kind of being off doing who the fuck knows what. Yep. (laughs) Well, we know right what now. Hercules was doing because we've I read mean, Wicked Villains. I know, but you know what I'm well, saying. I haven't like, yet. <laughs> no? No. But you haven't read her other series? Oh. So, oh, the, some Did you do Learn My Lesson? Okay. No. I Learn My Lesson is the important one. Learn My that. Lesson is the Hades, Meg, and um, Hercules. Mm-mm. Thruple. I haven't read it. <laughs> Did oh, you try really? the first one and hated it? I because I don't think you would like the first one. I heard not good. the first. I didn't. Re- you know what the the stuff I've read of that series I never reviewed because it was before I was like I like. Mm. But I did read the first one. It was okay. The it first was, one's not great. It's the it's the it's not the one for you. No. no, I think you would like learn my lesson. Okay, and also worthy opponent. Oh, where the opponent is the best in that series, period. No, the beast is, but it's fine. Where the the beast that is a very least close least. second for me, and then it's learned my lesson. The like, beast that's is my, my least three. favorite one. Interesting. I can see why. I'm though. a sucker. Um, but I don't like second chance romance, so that's kind of mm. uh, that's why. Like, I that can see sense. why though. Yeah. Uh, but 
But the sea we... witch is my least favorite, so that's yeah, yeah. Uh, I honestly think the the little Easter egg that the new Zeus was named mm-hmm. was Perseus. And I was like, that's mm-hmm. perfect. Yeah, <laughs> this is like little Easter egg. Yes, <laughs> that's good. Um, let's see if we have. Somebody said this would have been boring to me without the political part of it. Fair. Yes. Expected it to be way more fantastical, but really it's only the barrier that's fantastical. Yeah. Accurate. Um, and I think, I think that works for this. Again, the magical barriers. realism. There's one magical yeah. element and then we're, everything Yay. else is fine. Pretty much. Um, I, another comment said, I liked how the politics played into the gods' traditional tropes and archetypes, so it still felt like a mythology story as a whole instead of just plopping Hades and Persephone into our world. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. Yeah, um, that is 100% it, like what she captured yeah. perfectly, I feel like, in a way. Yeah. There's, yeah, there is a comment too about Hermes with her mimicry fan- was fantastical, but everyone else felt very human, which also I've got to say, Hermes is like my favorite. And I know because she said who is in each each book going forward, mm-hmm. and the last one just says redacted. And I know that's going to be Hermes. We're going to have to wait for the end. If it's Hermes, book, I'm going to riot. Is oh it Hermes though, or is it? I wonder. It's just it just says redacted, redacted. and redacted. Well, because is it Dionysus who's ace? Yes. Or is it uh-huh. Hermes? Okay. I was Dionysus. like, wait, did I flip? I flipped no, in my yeah. head. We're good. Because yeah, I was like, wait a minute. And then I was like, no, my brain flipped them. It's fine. Because they're always together in the best ways. Just yeah. being perfect. disasters. They are I the perfect, them. like, disaster each other. Yes. Like, friendship. Yeah. They just want to go and create chaos everywhere. And I love yeah. that. Every I single time that. he, like, walks into the kitchen and Hermes is just hanging. And he's like, what? The- Why are you here? <laughs> My favorite thing. How did Why you are you in my house? <laughs> yeah. like, your are mind. Are you ever going to tell me how you get through my security, even when I've upped my security? She's like, no. And then Persephone's no. like, did you just crawl through the second story window? She's like, yeah, it's not that hard. <laughs> what? Like I it's hard? It. <laughs> I love her so much. I also, and like speaking of, you know, the fact that Dionysus is ace and other things, I love how Katie just casually has pretty much everybody be queer and even the conversation which i thought was really cool about where hades is asking her wait are you you're not a virgin are you and she's like no there's other kinds of sex than like p and v and that her first sexual experience was with a woman i was like this is why i love katie i'm like that's yeah it, yes. it's it's like yeah. straightness isn't the default like it's right. just there it's never yeah. like question it's not like oh my god you were with a no it's just like oh hey very same much thing like society yeah mm-hmm. yeah whiteness is never the default in her books either and i no, enjoy yeah. that as well like we always get what you know race like a character is and that's always nice versus mm-hmm. like never um you know getting anything from yeah. anyone as far as a description besides like tall dark and handsome <laughs> yes i love this uh yeah somebody said i've only read the first two books but the representation as a whole in them was super refreshing yeah i, I love how katie does that well, yeah chris says as a rep there yeah <laughs> someone says as an asexual woman i love that dionysus is ace yeah and dionysus is is still like a party boy but he is asexual, aromantic from what we know, at least the way he describes it in this book. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah. 
yes, and some nice plus size representation in the second book, and we Talk get plus size representation in, in other places. Like. Yeah, mm-hmm. give me Psyche and Eros all day long. I love it, oh, Katie. So but good. then again, so it's good. that morality chain thing that I really yeah. dig. I know Izzy's a big fan of the morality yeah. chain as well, where it's just like people yeah. burn the world for her, and I'm all for it. Yeah. Yeah. See, like, I liked it, but I like this better. Like, this was interesting. Just, yeah. That's interesting, yeah. Yeah. When I originally I, read them, I read the first two back to back, and I mm-hmm. liked Neon Gods better, but only by, like, half a star. And I honestly don't even remember why it wasn't a five star, <laughs> so I'm, like, excited to reread it now. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited to reread, too. I just, yeah. I, I don't know. There's something about this relationship and, like, the she sees past his barriers and he recognizes that she needs to be taken care of that just mm-hmm. like speaks to me i don't know i love it's it like candy to me it's like give it's me all so of this please. yeah the, i mean the caretaking in this consume. yeah yeah a, a top tier mm-hmm. but i love a dagger to the throat which is kind of <laughs> Eros and Psyche, you know just kind of a we gotta do this i don't want to do this but we're gonna do this <laughs> I'm excited I'm really, to read really... more in the series. I think it's going to be yeah, fun. Same. Oh. I'm trying to think. I felt like there was something else I wanted to talk about. Oh, the clothes. Talking oh, yeah, about we should the talk clothes. about the ending. All oh, of the clothes dude. were amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She did. She does a good job talking about fashion in these. I feel mm-hmm. like. And I in love a way that, that you can like, like kind of see it, and you're not yeah. like. She's in white. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. often I am going. Um, no, not that. And, like outfit. the moment she shows up to Zeus all dressed in black, I'm like, yes, 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 <laughs> give it all to me, please. I think that also goes into the like plus size representation because you'll see it more with Psyche mm-hmm. and how like she's plus size, but like she knows she looks good. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And as a curvy girl, I love to see it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And she does that in her Wicked Villain series. Like, Tink is the fashion designer. Mm -hmm. It's part of what makes a worthy opponent so good. (laughs) But I've done it. It is. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Um, What did you guys think? Like, so the first time I read it, I remember the ending. I was just like, whoa, wait a minute. This is not what I expected at all for how it was going to wrap up. Yeah. Like, I thought for sure Hades was going to literally be, like, shooting Zeus. Mm-hmm. but instead you know he falls out a window and I was just mm-hmm. like even the second time through I was like yeah no this works this is perfect because he's just kind of a disaster yeah of a god I feel like you know a god whatever in the of a leader so like him not realizing he's backing into the window and going out like tracks mm-hmm. well it also just keeps Haiti from Hades from being a killer yeah like yeah. you see it where like when he was like punching the crap out of that one uh soldier mm-hmm. And, like, he could be that, but then at the end of the day, he's not. Exactly. And I love that part. Like, we, the you know. The fact that Persephone involved. stopped him because she knew he would regret it later. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just a sign that yeah. she really sees him. And I love that. Yeah. I still have issues with Demeter. Like, I don't care if she had a plan. Like, engaging your daughter without talking to her to somebody like Zeus just feels kind of that's it yeah it's kind of reprehensible and I feel like Persephone lets it go too easily she's too nice she's I do not disagree I I feel like we 
somewhat brush over Demeter's like aspirations in this book in a way. Um, Do they talk about it at all in the next book? I can't remember. A little bit. Because I think in the next book we see um, like a family dinner, right? Right. Or something. I feel like there was a scene that like we talked about it at some point. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I, I just feel like her actions were never justified to us in any capacity and or, no. like, explained. It just felt very, like, well, this is our, not a villain, but kind of a villain. I like, I agree with A Jessica. secondary villain. I, I very much am the, with, that she doesn't mm-hmm. love them. Um, because I feel like it was, like, once Demeter became one of the 13, like, that was her sole focus. And she kind of had blinders on. And it was, like, whatever I can do for my power, my, like station yeah. uh well at at her core demeter this demeter is very selfish right yeah and all she wants is what she wants and when that got thrown out the window when persephone ran away yeah she was scrambling to try to figure it out she reads like a narcissist to be honest oh completely 100 like, because she yes. sees she doesn't see herself as the villain and she sees herself as being a loving mother who's got it together but really, it's all about her. Yeah. Yeah. Which is... I wonder if that was intentional. I do think so. Because more often than not, there is an opportunity in familial relationships to, in a way, like, manipulate and abuse your family members. I mean, my partner had a very bad growing up. I'm not going to get into details because it's not my story to tell. But we don't have a relationship with their family because of that. Because this is true. I mean, yeah. I mean, I think it's it's also, um, I think, like, it kind of dives into how power hungry the leaders are in the 13, in a way. Yeah. Uh, which you see some with Zeus, right? But, like, I feel like Demeter's the other example of it. Because the other 13 are kind of just, like, chilling in a weird way. In this well, in the second book, we have. see more of... What's her face? What's her name? Aphrodite. Aphrodite. We see her power hunger yeah. more in the second book. Which I think she's also yeah. a narcissist. Oh, she completely is. <laughs> yeah. You have to be to want to be like one of I think you people. have to be. Like, I feel like it's almost mandatory in a weird way. Which, I mean, I think that thing... Sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, speaking of which, anybody else reading this sort of picture Zeus as like Trump? <laughs> I did not. <laughs> not quite, but I could see how you got there. <laughs> I can see how you got there, yeah. <laughs> That's amazing, you know. And now every time I read it, I'm going to think of it. <laughs> yeah. I do have to say I like the new Zeus much better going forward, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe he'll fall out a window, too. <laughs> Sorry. No, he's going to get his own book. He's going yeah, to he fall is. out a window. <laughs> What? I think she was talking about Trump. Oh, Oh, Trump. (laughs) Never mind. I thought you meant the new Zeus. I was like, Bethany. Wow, my brain went the other way. It's fine. I love um, that we're all so chaotic right now. It makes oh my god! Happen. Oh my god! Um, I love how somebody's like he does have a lot of tall towers. Uh, you know, you never know. Not advocating any violence, just saying if he accidentally did it to himself, like the character in this book, you know. For legal purposes, this is a joke. It's a joke. (laughs) This is a joke, yeah. 
God. tomorrow Bethany texts us all that <laughs> like we got there's a black man outside my door <laughs> there's a man in a suit here um I'm concerned <laughs> oh god okay other things anything else we wanted to cover I mean we're at like almost 45 minutes so, like we're doing pretty good but um anything else people wanted to discuss I don't know that I have much more to say about this particular one. I think I'll have more to say in the others because mm -hmm. I think there's more dynamics to kind of take apart. Yeah. But because this one's really of the one so far, this is the most like clean cut and dry what we expect mm -hmm. that there's kind of less to divulge and talk about. I think the other ones will be a little longer because there's more mm -hmm. to like mm -hmm. discuss. Yeah. Wikipedia's got a lot of that. Oh yeah, it really does. Well, it does. I'm really excited to reread that one, honestly. Me too. Yeah. I'm excited to read it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited to see what you think about it. It's one that I'm not sure what you're gonna think. Yeah, we'll I don't see. know what you're gonna think either, Bethany. Now that I think about it, it'll be really interesting. <laughs> yeah. But everybody thought I wouldn't like Neon Gods, so you know. I don't think it's that I think you're not gonna like it. I think I, I just think it's gonna be interesting. Yeah, I don't think it. I don't think it'll be your favorite. No, no, that's fair. <laughs> Especially since you're reading them so close together, like the yeah. neon gods will still be like up here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I am a fan. I do think maybe this would be a good thing to recommend to people who are fantasy readers who are because I know it is a little on the long side. I just didn't mind it. I didn't mind the length. I, I've heard people complain about the length. I had zero problems. I didn't feel like it was that long. I didn't think it was long at all. No, it doesn't feel long. I mean, like I finished I it in a day. day. Then again, yeah. I also read Mariana Zapata on the regular, so yeah. long books don't bother me. It's not really that long. It's like under 400 pages. I don't know. Yeah. yeah it's weird. I mean, if you only read um, novellas of almost 400 page book is going to feel long so yeah it depends on I what mean, you're reading yeah. true story <laughs> i can't with this i don't need that no. image in my head no. oh no. man so uh yeah so with that said we are going to move into a section which i did not warn you all about this so you don't have to have anything but um we do on my radar where we'll talk about up recent and upcoming book releases in romance that we're excited about um so we're going to get into that but first if you enjoy the podcast we would really appreciate if you take a moment to rate and review us so we can continue to reach more listeners and if you are watching us on youtube comment below with any thoughts if you're interested in getting early access to episodes and exclusive bonus content with every episode consider supporting us on patreon and i think for this episode's patron bonus content we're going to be talking about some things happening on twitter with somebody telling us all that we are stealing if we don't review advanced reader copies of books so that should be an interesting see, let's go so join us and actually oh i forget i haven't mentioned this but you can also now do this through channel memberships if you prefer via YouTube. So mm -hmm. that is open to you if you would like to support us. Thank you to all of our supporting patrons, including our world expanding patron, Stephanie, you make this possible. And uh, the, we'll also be back. I will be back with Liana 
for the next episode, April 25th, to discuss Blood of Elves by Anders Zajsipkowski, which is the next book in our Witcher read-along that we're doing. So, yeah. Um, upcoming or new romance releases? Yes. Well, I, I think one of the so biggest much. ones of this next quarter is going to be Happy Place by Emily Henry. Because mm. that's coming yeah. out in a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. It was originally supposed to come out this last week. But it got pushed back a couple of weeks because it was supposed I to be. I did not know it got pushed. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. So it's now coming out the twenty fifth, I believe. Mm-hmm. Whatever the last Tuesday of April is now. Interesting. I know think about working at a bookstore. Yeah, this is true. It's <laughs> true. Um, um, Love theoretically also comes out in this quarter. It comes out in June, I believe, which yeah, okay. is the new Allie Hazelwood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I. But we don't uh, have a dark-haired hero, so we'll get a few new descriptions. What? <laughs> He's blonde. <laughs> yeah, he I'm really shaking things up. <laughs> Just a little. Yeah, bit. this Who is knows? like pivotal. I don't know. I haven't read it yet. I can't say much. Okay. Okay. <laughs> the one that I'm excited about, which I haven't read from this author before, but it sounds just fantastic, is "Love at First mm-hmm. Set" by Jennifer Dugan. Ooh. Uh, and it's a sapphic. Uh, oops, I convinced the bride not to marry her fiance, so now she's going to date me instead. Oh, <laughs> okay, that sounds excellent. Okay. <laughs> Love it. Um, I know, I think one is, this is probably me and Izzy both have this on our list, but the fiance farce by yes. Alexandria Belfleur. Have you read it yet, anybody? No, I literally am starting it, like, tomorrow. No, check your birds so because we so got it early. Oh, I have it. I've had it for a ordered. solid week. And it's wow. actually my book club's book for this month. So Cal and I will be reading on sprints, like the entire thing on sprints. I love it. Nice. It's it's so good. Um, and for people who are unfamiliar, it's a sapphic romance that's really fun. It's got like a fake relationship and marriage mm-hmm. of convenience, sort of, or engagement of convenience, mm-hmm. where um, one woman had made up a girlfriend using the name of a cover model for romance books and then that model shows up at a wedding she's at (laughs) and then goes along with it because she needs a wife to get her inheritance (laughs) perfect it's excellent romance reasons if i ever heard one (laughs) so speaking of katie robert who we've been talking about um she's rebranding her um what's it called the O'Malley series Mm -hmm. and so the marriage contract is being republished as dark succession and these covers are stunning their cover is so beautiful like seriously it's so so good um oh I've got a fantasy witchy romance coming out April 18th Nice. That I know I sent you, Bethany, because I know we were like, wait, what crossover are we going to yeah, have? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, this is Laura Thalassus's newest read um, about Celine, who is trying to get into a coven because she's a witch. And I've started it. I'm only like five percent in. Uh, but I'm really intrigued because our opening, we find out that our heroine is losing her memory every time she uses magic. And part of the plot is that she awakens a hero who was put to sleep like a dark warrior that was put to sleep by his wife and he thinks she's his wife and it's like hundreds of years later so i'm just i'm here for it like it's gonna be it's either gonna be amazing or i'm gonna hate it but i'm excited nice 
So another one that's coming out later this month that I think is going to be fun, it's called the Bear With Me Now. And it's literally like they go into the wilderness. Like he's an anxious oh. being. And so mm -hmm. he goes to do this with his sister. And then this other woman thinks she's just going on a wilderness adventure. And they both end up like separated from their groups on their own and like shenanigans ensue. On the cover, they're literally <laughs> being chased by a bear. Like, Oh my God. <laughs> it looks like it's going to be a cute, fun shenanigan style romance. Mm -hmm. So I'm very excited about that. That's there was fun. one other. Where is it? I feel like there's a lot of historicals I'm excited about coming out this month. One that I just finished uh, an early copy of, I think it actually comes out today, is Verity and the Forbidden Suitor by J.J. McAvoy, mm -hmm. which is great if you want diverse historical romance where racism just isn't a thing. Um, like some people deal with the racism. This one just acts like it doesn't, doesn't exist. It's uh, a black author with like black main characters and it's a little slow uh but i really i really enjoy it it's the second book in a series and this one is following a young woman who's kind of coming of age at the season in the season or whatever and she has a traumatic past of like having been abused by her stepmother as a child and is supposed to find a suitable husband and of course, ends up falling for a doctor who is a bastard son of a noble who is not a suitable <laughs> suitor for her. <laughs> and it's like this very slow burn romance between the two of them. And I really liked it. I need to read her books. So I've got another one. This one's a male male romance by Dominic Lim. It's called All the Right Notes. Oh, I have um, a copy of that. So it's a second a chance romance. Um, like one, the guy is a genius piano player and composer, um, and he wants to do Broadway, but he has like this one night stand in college with a pretty jock boy who ends up becoming this famous actor and he can make his Broadway dreams come true if he can get this actor to come along and do it. So like, nice. I'm so excited because <laughs> I'm a theater nerd for one and for two, mm -hmm. like, that like we had one night together and now we have to actually like spend time together in close proximity like yes give me please that's awesome uh izzy did you have any others or? yeah i've got one more uh slaying the vampire conqueror by crystal broadbent i read daughter of no worlds by her and i saw this cover and immediately had to have it like she's like blindfolded on the cover holding like a dagger with like this big hulking guy behind her who's a vampire with horns uh she's sent to kill him and instead ends up they end up falling in love obviously, obviously. <laughs> as one does that's i mean does. you know all i need is that she's sent to kill him and has a change of heart and i just i want to know i need to know yeah. i this is a you know it's kind of more fantasy vampire and i it sounds fun it sounds like yeah. a nice change of pace you know Enemies to Lovers is always a fun time. For sure. Well, if you like a gothic haunted story with a, a romance subplot, The Last Heir to Blackwood Library by Hester Fox is great. Ooh. It's got, uh, it's set in like post-World War II England where a young woman finds out that she's unexpectedly become the heir to a, a possibly probably haunted 
estate in rural England and a title. And so she goes to take over there and things are kind of weird and it's probably haunted. And also she's kind of losing her memories. So she's maybe an unreliable narrator. <laughs> it's got lots of like creepy haunted gothic-y vibes, um, light horror stuff, but also a romantic plot, which I think Hester Fox does really well. So that's fun. And uh, there's two other historicals that I haven't read yet, but I want to. So The Lady Knows Best by Susanna Craig is the start of a new series. I really enjoy her historicals because she has great, strong female characters that have agency and are interesting and good heroes. And this one has like a ladies magazine with a new gossip writer who gets into trouble or something. <laughs> I don't know. It looks like fun. And then uh, one of the book of the month picks this month was a historical romance, Anna Maria and the Fox by Liana De La Rosa, which I keep reading that came out this month for some reason. Yeah. That cover is stunning. It's beautiful. It looks really great. And also we almost never get, we'll very rarely get like Latine, uh, historical romances. That's exciting. Yeah. I think that's it. Anybody have anything else they wanted to throw so in? So I've got one me? more. Okay, great. Um, and then I'll be done, I swear. So on June <laughs> the 13th, bookseller so a little bit out, but I feel like it's very pertinent to the conversation we've been having because this mm -hmm. is a book called Psyche and Eros that's coming out June 13th. And it's a Greek mythology retelling. This is like, they're saying it's going to be more general fiction with romantic elements. But mm -hmm. I still think people here, if you like a good Greek retelling, this might mm -hmm. be a good fit for you. I have it as an e-arc from NetGalley. So I'm hoping to get to it soon so I can give you my full thoughts later. Excellent. Well, thank you all for joining us. And hopefully this was fun. Again, I'll be back with Leanna April 25th for our Blood of Elves episode. So that'll be fun. This has been Chapter 3 Podcast. We're your hosts, Bethany and Izzy. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Chapter 3 Podcast. And you can also find us on YouTube on our individual channels, which are linked down below or in the show notes. Next episode will be April 25th. This episode's bonus content will be available to patrons in the next few days. Thanks for listening. <laughs>